Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Hey, Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles 2019. It's a new, it's like exciting, it's, it's, it's me again. <laughs> and with me, of course, <laughs> is the recovering blonde bombshell, Ann Kerrigan. I'm all recovered. I'm fine. I'm fine. I went back to work today, back to the grind. That's good. You so, did? You went to work? I went to work. First time in a you. month. Yeah. God bless you. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty that's, crazy. No. That's it was sad. fine. It's good. Yes. It's good. I, if I had to sit in this house another minute, I was going to go bonkers. So mm. it's okay. Yeah, the animals will miss you. <laughs> I know. I know. I went to work. I'm like, now, boys, Behave I'll be yourself. back. I'll be, I promise. I promise I'll be back to let you out at lunchtime. But yeah. they looked very sad after having me all to themselves, you know. It's my dogs, folks. Uh. <laughs> did, did you? This is kind of interesting. Is that uh, cats? You know, we think of cats as like self-sufficient and everything, right? Uh huh. Yeah. And and uh, basically, they once they adopt you, mm-hmm. they don't want you away. Otherwise, the the most you should be away from your cat is one day. Oh yes, I know my daughter's cat. It's very lonesome, very yeah. lonesome when when they're not home, and yep. he comes upstairs and meows and meows and follows me around and well he does that anyways. But yeah, oh no, they they yeah, they miss their people too. And the other thing is, you know, I always think we get other cats for company, but actually cats don't really like other cats all that much. They'll tolerate them, but they uh, mm-hmm. they rather not have them. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't know if Tiger would like another cat. I don't think he would. Yeah. He barely tolerates the dogs, but. Yeah, my cat tolerates nothing. <laughs> Except me. Calls me, for, calls for me to go to bed. Oh, Daddy! Really? Time for bed! Daddy! <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, uh, we do have a guest so. today. Yes, that's great. That's awesome. We have a guest. Clearing your throat. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, remember me over here? (laughs) This astrologer, Dorothy Morgan. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Doing good? Good to have you. Yeah, it's been a while. I was, it, your story reminds me you know, of the story of cats. I'm allergic, right? Excuse me, I'm going to clear my throat. <clears> throat> yeah, clear it, huh? <clears throat> Just talk of it. I, I have a, I'm allergic to cats, right? And the other night I had a dream, it was last week sometime. So I was dreaming, and I'm not so into like aliens and out of space stuff. I'm sure they're there, but it's not my big deal. But I was in my dream, right? And I was like out in space, and I'm like, oh, the aliens must have took me. I'm pretty conscious in the dream. And then I was floating through the space in the egg. It was an egg and <laughs> had everything I absolutely needed. So, so it felt great. You know, everything was perfect. So perfect. And then all of a sudden I realized it's like, there's a cat in here. 
And I'm like, <laughs> I'm allergic to cats. If this place is everything that I need it to be, want and need it to be, and it just felt perfect, why is there a cat in here? I'm allergic to cats. And then I hear, I hear a voice saying, not this time. And then I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, funny. That's a dream, all right. That was something. <laughs> well, it must be telling you to get a cat. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> my husband, my husband is allergic to cats, but he is not allergic to my daughter's cat, which is oh. very bizarre. Wow. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 wait a minute. We've already caused controversy in the new year already. We cats have. From the the uh, Pararex chat room says that's a myth. The cats don't like it. that. Is not a myth. That is actually Uh-oh. scientific proof by animal behaviorists, uh, and it may be a myth that it does, but it doesn't. So, <laughs> who are you, cat? Oh, that's a nice way to be. <laughs> I, say, I say it endearingly, though. Cat, don't listen to him. Yeah, nobody does it anyway. So worry about it. <laughs> this is true. We just ignore him. Oh, yeah. Wow, man. So anyways. At least the woman, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here we are, trying not to uh, cause too much controversy already. Right. <laughs> so right? what does the stars say? We, no controversy this year? Is that what we're supposed to do? As, uh, you know, sure. I didn't get the program notes, so. No, no, I don't have program notes. I only have my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because here's kind of like a recap of, of what the whole year is going to be. And then, of course, we always have – um, lots of small little details, and then we have even more specifics, which I can't address, you know, where all of this goes on for you, depending on your astrology chart. Yes. But basically, you know, the overview of, of 2019 is we have a boatload of supermoons, of course, and full moons. The supermoons and full moons uh, start the year. So the first three months of the year, um, January, February, March, um, each one of the full moons we have um, are in the uh, mathematical, the astronomical position that they're considered a supermoon. It's just the math and how far away they are from the Earth. So they're the closest they can be in the year. And so um, so what we got there, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Can we, you, yes. Yeah. Okay. Why, you, don't, you don't want us to? Or? No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> We'd make let sure you know. We have, oh, we have yes. our ways of letting you All know. Right. All I right. Would. Thank you. Yep. All right. And so with those super moons, they're also um, these first three full moons are also at the zero degree of the zodiac sign that they're in. So we have this um, this push pull, if you will, just to begin the year of um, full moons tend to illuminate and show us what's working and what we need to let go of. And the zero degree of a zodiac sign is a new beginning. So we really do have for the first couple of uh, for the first three months this energy around make sure you let go of what is not working take some time make sure you've examined what's going on in your life and figure out what what is just let go let go people hate change so they hold on to things way too long sometimes Mm -hmm. and so the energy of these full moons smack the january february march really is asking us to release these things and you know 
So pay attention and be present. What are you being made aware of and what, what's important for you? I'll and there's to say something uh, about that. And, and, you know, cause I'm, I'm pretty much a hoarder. Uh, I got it from <laughs> my mom, you know, if it's still good, I'll use it. If it's, if I can't use it, maybe somebody else can. But anyways, uh, as my life has come to a close towards closure, I have decided to, uh, rid myself of a lot of this stuff. And so I, I, this must be my year to do that then, according to uh, you, uh, Dorothy. So uh, yeah. thank you for that confirmation. What, 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 what's this closure? <laughs> what? Are you trying to tell us something? What? what? Your life's coming to closure? Yeah, just look at my chart. Oh. It it's the last year. This is the last yeah. year? Yeah, I don't have a chart after next year. Why? I've Why? never heard of such a thing. People have like, charts after they die. They still have the chart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. quiet chat, though. Uh, okay. <laughs> Who am I talking to? His ghost <laughs> <laughs> oh Yes, so continue. You were saying that continue. this is because of all this stuff. We do right. interrupt. You know that. Uh, that's so. right, but that's why I was I was surprised. It's like, are you really there? <laughs> I didn't hear you for a minute. <laughs> no, we were listening. I was. This is 2019. I was going. Part of Fantastic. my New Year's res- resolution mm-hmm. was to allow the guests to speak somewhat. So, uh, so that, that, that leads us right into what, what's important. Um, so basically I'll get to the specifics of the eclipses that we have coming. Cause that's yeah. always like the big theme. We have five eclipses this year. Four of them are either in Capricorn or cancer. And those are the two Zodiac signs that are getting um, a lot of, a lot of hits this year. Um, I'll talk about that in a minute. But their main focus is home, family, career, social standing, you know, how you are out in the public and compared to what's going on at home. Um, the first and again, and also the first part of the year um, from basically from January 6th all the way to March 7th, which is includes these super moons mostly. Um, we have no retrograde planets and the retrograde planets aren't negative like a lot of people try and keep Thank pushing God out God for that. They mm-hmm. just, they keep, people keep trying to push that out there. I mean, here, my example, Mercury retrogrades a third of the year. Let me tell you, I mean, do you sleep? You sleep. Everybody sleeps at night. The typical human should sleep about a third of their lifetime. And that's the same amount of time that Mercury's retrograde. I've said this before. So if we were just to push and never sleep, we're just a mess. We have to slow down and we have to rest. And this is the retrograde of Mercury, just in a real generic sense, is just about us slowing down so we can take um, take charge and just take our time to be aware of what we've been working on for, you know, the prior three, four months. And it's, it's that it's, it's not a big deal. I mean, you I, know, that, I, that's my pet peeve, Dorothy, yeah. because poor Mercury gets blamed for every freaking thing oh, that happens. Everything. You and know, it's not- Oh, I broke my, my, my nail. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. That makes sense. It's like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> oh, no. if, I, if I had a nickel for every time Russ said that, mm. I'd be rich. Yep. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, I, I know. I see that. I've, I've stopped fighting it, but yeah. it's, it's just part of the, <clears throat> the culture of pop astrology. And mm-hmm. pop astrology is fine because it gets the serious people in, it gives you something to get interested in and, and then people will start to learn astrology. But it really has gotten out of hand. I mean, people use apps every single day. They're using their astrology apps and they're not even taking time just to, to, you know, just to stop and look up, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And and they're just so focused on astrology is not meant to be like that. That that is following a false god, if you will. Because and I'm a professional astrologer. This is my profession. But these things, when people say they have to follow stuff every single day and they can't make a choice based on not looking at a chart, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. Right. We astrology is here to show us what we're doing, show us where we're at, and you know, use it if it's if if something is positive and if something feels challenging then just know that you're in a you're in a lesson period and you're going to use it the best way that you can i'm so i'm very optimistic when it comes to these to the astrology things and so even when people have harder transits it's like yeah this is difficult but let's see what's the best way to use this and we figure out ways you know i work one-on-one with people we figure out ways to use things that are, are difficult i'm not I don't have my head in the sand, but I want to look at what's positive, you know, and mm-hmm. help people to to focus on that. And this is what we can do. And the retrogrades, you know, it, they're not that negative, but we do have a green light all the way from January to early March. We have that Woo-hoo! green light to just, the, it is the time to, to start lots of things and initiate a few things. So you have stuff to work on throughout the year. So it, it works really well. And then, you know, we have a lot of other things, too. We have a lot of uh, Uranus moving back into Taurus, which will really shake up the financial world. And there's a lot of financial astrologers, which I'm not one of them, really say, you know, we can already see I'm not one of them. We can already see that that, you know, the market's a bit a bit shaky right now. And it really is. And um, so we'll have we'll have some things to watch with that. It's going to things are going to shake out a little bit there. So yeah, that, that's that's actually common it's not uncommon True. that uh, yeah. especially on the on the wave we were riding it's sooner mm-hmm. or later it has to uh, correct itself uh-huh. but you know the, the astrology it, it, one thing I, I did want to uh, actually tell you if, if you didn't know was uh, that the police use astrology to uh, capture the uh, the uh, zodiac uh, oh, yeah 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 yeah, because he was he was because they needed it. They needed to know what that pattern he was, what he was right. doing. That pattern was, yeah. And, and the yeah. cool thing, it was like uh, he used to write these notes, and and I know very little about astrology as far as the names and stuff. All I know is little about no names and anybody's yeah. name. But uh, he was talking about something when was something was in the sky and the seven sisters, mm-hmm. and uh, he said that he would be caught if that. If they were up there, and as it turned out, uh, he was caught when that occurred because he would always not do anything while that was uh, happening in the sky. Yeah, the Seven Sisters is the Palladians, and um, the planets. The other one was. Yeah, the planet. It would be most likely a planet moving through that part of the yeah. uh, of the uh, of the night sky. Yeah. So yeah, he was using astronomy in that piece, which was wow. nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it really is. So the first, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, you know, they're usually pretty intelligent. Yeah, I know. That's really yeah. what it comes down to. They're not, yeah. yeah, they're usually not mindless. They think things through for reasons. Actually, so, this guy was pretty much mindless. <laughs> was he? Yeah, he was uh, not the sharpest tool in the, in the shed. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is surprising. That is surprising. Usually, I'll yeah, yeah, it was. He just, I guess, he was just, you know, had the, the interesting. In fact, the, the extremely interesting thing about it is, was they thought that all the victims were uh, on each of the zodiac signs, but as it turns out, he had no 
and they couldn't figure out how he knew the zodiac signs. Well, as it turned out, it was all just blind luck. Oh, no. it wasn't, yeah, it was all blind luck. The zodiac killer, uh, each of these victims were a different zodiac sign, and uh, it was just blind luck. It didn't. Uh, Holy cow. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, there you go. But he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. No. He was, yeah. sounds like he was just lucky, lucky. dumb luck. <laughs> but not, in, a, in an odd way. That's just yeah. bizarre to say that he was lucky. So let's move on to the eclipse. The first eclipse we have is this coming okay. uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday night. Oh. Um, all right. First eclipse. It's um, it's at 8.28 p.m. And that is East Coast time. So you guys, wherever you are, just adjust to where you live. We're at plus five GMT. So wherever you are, go ahead and adjust that. So January 5th, so Saturday night, is the first new moon. It's a new moon eclipse. It's at 15 degrees of Capricorn. And, and that's just one of the zodiac numbers out of 360 degrees. So if you know where that is in your chart, you're going you're gonna to see where... Um, you are making um, it, it's important for you to set goals, if you will, um, or like people like to do magic at that point in time, new moon wishes, whatever you like to do to set new goals. This is when after 830 p.m. East Coast time, that's when you set your new year resolution. So if you've already done them while you're listening to this, yeah, whatever, um, do some more on Saturday night <laughs> or Sunday. OK, oh, that's great. That's my husband's birthday. Yeah, good. Really? Oh, oh, he's got an eclipse on his birthday. Then that means yeah. then that means he's in the he's he's yeah he's born near an eclipse because it doesn't happen to everybody. It happens to a select ah. a select people at certain certain areas of the zodiac just because where the so eclipse lines up. Hmm. So what does that give him? That is a big year of change for somebody who has an eclipse within a couple of days of your birthday. Okay. They like to say within a week of your birthday, but the closer, even the more powerful. So since it's a new moon, that means some on somebody's birthday and it's the eclipse, that means there would be something significant changing. And so between now and, and you might not know that moment in time what it is. And it makes sense. I remember having one back in 2009 on my birthday and a lot of things shifted on that day but they don't have to it could take even up to six months before you really see and recognize what uh that shift was about so wow be in a a good place and even if he has a bad day that you know because you know we don't want we don't have to say that just because it's this eclipse on your birthday and things don't it's not a great day and it doesn't mean that the whole it's all messed up. You just mm-hmm. focus right away onto something that makes you good, makes you feel good, makes you feel happy, and just focus on the things that you want to you want to shift and change. And even if you don't know what they are, because some people don't know what they want to change, you know, it's just you know be open to whatever spirit's going to allow in, you know, whatever it wants you to to shift. But Capricorn. And being a Capricorn, but even this eclipse as Capricorn has everything to do with how we feel safe, secure, um, in, in home, in our job, in our careers. That eclipse, that Capricorn stuff is being a person who is in charge, being the boss, being confident, <laughs> right? Does that sound like your husband? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be in charge. Yeah. Yeah, because. Confident. It, maybe well, maybe he's so confident, but yeah, he yeah, but, has to be in charge. 
Yeah. Well, the confidence is, it feels sometimes the confidence is lacking in the Capricorn because especially the Zodiac sun sign of Capricorn, because, you know, we feel um, that we haven't ever done enough. And so that's one of the weaknesses of Capricorn is they feel insecure and it's based off of fear. But we don't want to feed that. We want to just say, well, what can you do? What do you know how to do that you can feel confident in? And, you know, it it, it took me a decade before I started teaching this, before I even felt like I was confident enough. But the thing was, it was like I just, you know, I had to get over myself. And it's like, I'm never going to know everything. And if somebody asks me a question I don't know the answer to, so what? I'll look it up. It's like everybody else. It's it's that. I have a little Capricorn in my chart. So it's like, and, and all of us get to feel this now, all of us, since the eclipses are meant for the whole world. And so Capricorn wants to be in charge. Capricorn is about being your authentic self. And that's not a bunch of hooey spiritual crap. It's about being true <laughs> to yourself. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm earthy, man. I'm right down to earth. So you know? I, I have to ask you a question because you, you brought it up. You said you have a little Capricorn in your shot. I don't, I, I'm yeah. not quite understood what that means. I mean, aren't we, like, for instance, I'm a Pisces. Aren't I a Pisces through and through? Or, or you is are there... Pisces. No, but the, all the other planets are around us. Think about the sun in the yep. solar system in, in elementary school. I know that was like a lifetime ago, Ron. But remember the sun. <laughs> and we all go around the sun. And there's and there's all of us. And from the tropical zodiac that, that I use, somebody's dog, from the tropical zodiac my, my. that I use, um, that we use, we we were looking at where the planets are from the perspective of being on Earth, geocentric. So we just so we look out into the solar system at the moment you're born, and we can see where all the planets are. So basically, my moon, I have the moon where the moon was at the day I was born, was in the zodiac area, the zodiac belt in the sign of Capricorn, as well as my Saturn in so, midheaven. So, so I'm a Gemini. So is it like is it, is it like a little ray that comes out from the Earth and then it goes out, and, and anything in that ray is like captured into your or the other way around or the other way around you know we're looking out into space and you know like when we when we see the full moon right or when we see the moon that's in a certain area of the zodiac belt you know it it, and so their zodiac belt is anchored around us by the um the first moment of spring and and fall so, because that's where the celestial equator crosses the ecliptic. I know science now. Sorry, Ron. <laughs> but it's and it's a, the zodiac belt is an anchored place around us, and the the Earth spins primary motion, and the planets go the opposite direction secondary motion, and we can just see where the planets are. We can see where they are. So yeah, I'm a Gemini, and that's where the sun was on the day I was born. But then the other planets were in other places. And so my moon was in Capricorn. So that makes me really logical and practical. Mm. And, 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 you know, I can, you know, I do the spirit stuff too, but, you know, I'm really logical because I, I don't think that we should sit there and contemplate our navel forever, that we should, we have lives to live and we need to be really logical. And that's why I say those things, you know, being authentic, being real, just be you, be you. You don't pretend to be anybody else. This is what the Capricorn eclipses this year are going to, um, Encouraging us and the Capricorn eclipses of January 5th, um, July 16th and December 4th, 2019. And this is being truthful. And if you're, when, when these Capricorn eclipses happen, if you've been 
a big fat liar for years and years, then what are you saying, Dorothy? <laughs> I'm saying if you've been a big fat liar for years and years and you've been hiding things for years and years, these types of eclipses will bring this will bring the um the lies to the to the surface because uh-huh. we, we, we don't have we you can't build a foundation on lies. You can't mm-hmm. build solid structures and government on lies. Yeah, I said that. So I won't say anymore. <laughs> so that you can't. And so whatever is not solid, whatever isn't solid, maybe there are some solid things we don't know about, but whatever is, isn't solid is going to, um, we're going to be made aware of that. And that was what we'll see in world governments. But how about just in your own personal life? Where do you want to feel safe and secure? First off, turn the darn TV off. Second, yeah. pay attention to your own life and work at the things that are important for you, the things that make you as an individual feel safe and secure. And this is what these eclipses, I feel like I'm lecturing, this is what these eclipses are all about this whole year. Then we get to the cancer eclipses. We have one cancer eclipse, and that's July 2nd, and that inspires us to have more compassion for um, for ourselves and get into all the cancer type feelings, which is home and family and emotions and really getting in alignment with all of that. We need to do that. So we're, we're, we're seeking this balance between our emotions, home, family, and, you know, where am I structured? How am I, how am I taking care of my family? How am I taking care of myself? What does my future look like? So we're back and forth between these two things throughout the year. And it goes into 2020 as well, which is, which is good. This is really going to help us to get more in alignment with, uh, and so we can feel more secure and not in, so insecure. It's a big sure. one. Yeah. Wow, I like that. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, I know. It's like a bomb. It's like, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> I know. I'm too old to be saying that, but anyways. <laughs> no, you're not. Nah. Okay. Don't and do then, that, though. You'll hurt your headset, so no. <laughs> true. No, I have, a, I have a big blue mic here. I like this, uh, this, this, I don't know. It's a big blue mic. I use a lot of stuff here. We got one minute. So... January 21st, we can come back in on that, um, is a really um, amazing eclipse that we have. We're going to be able to see it, and um, we'll we'll come back in with that. Does that sound okay? Okay. If you want to. Whatever. Yes. One come eclipse on. to another? Yeah. Otherwise, I'll have to talk what? too fast. One eclipse <laughs> to another? Yeah. She just finished talking about the January 5th eclipse. Next, she's yeah. going to talk about the January 22nd eclipse. Yes. When we come back from the break. There's yeah. two eclipses in January. One month. Yes. That's confusing yes. me. They pair up. They always pair up. It's just uh, because the science of it. It's science, Ron. Do you want to know? You want an astronomy no. lesson? Come on, Ron. I actually guy. had astronomy. I know that. I could so anyways, anyways, you're listening to something. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> carry on. Yes, uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation with the Blonde Bombshell and New England's own Van Helsink, and our special guest is New Hampshire astrologer Dorothy Morgan, right here on TojiNet Radio and Pararex Radio. And we'll be right back after the following massages. <laughs> Do you have a paranormal event? 
book or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology... I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache. I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne and our special guest to the sea. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Amateur astrologer. What? Dorothy Morgan. What? We lost, we lost you. You lost me? You yeah, went into the tin. You. you went into that tin oh, can that we all so yeah. love. <laughs> oh, no. Am I out now? No, no you're, you're good. good. You're good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're too big of a breath. You, you're just going to breathe a little all right. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're yeah. back. So we're, we're back. back. Okay. Right. So just before the break, we talked about uh, the first uh, something or other in January. And now we're going to talk about the eclipse. second one. So, it's an eclipse. Uh, eclipse. Right. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, so uh, with – oh, wait a minute. Before mm-hmm. we go, if if people are – you know, more intrigued by astrology and in their own astrology and so forth. Uh, how do they contact you and, and yeah. what service you offer? Oh, I'm I'm a professional. I've been doing this for a long time. It's all I do. So, um, yeah, nhastrologer.com. And if you want to check out my YouTube channel, so it's Dorothy Morgan Astrologer on YouTube. And I have uh, a forecast for each of the zodiac signs for 2019 up there as well on the really? YouTube channel. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, man. That took 40 hours to make oh, total videos. Out there. Huh? It's good. It's checking out your, you, you listen to that based on your rising sign. And I don't want to get into the science, but just trust me. If you know what your rising sign is, which means what time of day you were born, what's on the horizon, um, if you need to know, you can um, contact me through my website, nhastrology. And yeah, I do. I do. I do sessions um, all the time and I teach and I give lectures. I run an astrology group in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And um, yeah, all kinds of stuff. It keeps me really busy. 
Yeah, all kinds of good stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's all good. <clears throat> so, and, and just a quick, because you mentioned the rising sign. Now, people, mm-hmm. for those who just go into the paper and take the day they were born and it fits in, uh, what what's the difference between the rising sign and, and the, the sign you look up in the paper? Yeah, it could be anything. It could be any of the other zodiac signs. It's the science of it. It's how we. It's how we do sun sign astrology. We put the we put the sun on the horizon and at that zodiac sign, and then we look where everything else is. Uh-huh. Right. Well, yeah, it's science. It's yeah. You don't want to get science, into that. Babe, it's science. You don't. You don't want to get into that part, Ron. It's too confusing. I love science. You yes. Know you know. Yeah. So we put I each zodiac every, sign. Do you? I've studied every ology there ever is. Uh, is my degree is in environmental science, so I had, had to learn all the ologies. You didn't <laughs> learn astrology. Emotional. Yes, I did too. Not astrology, but astronomy. I had astronomy, uh, uh, got oceanography, geology, biology, cosmetology. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe I might have, and you don't know. <laughs> Anyways, back to the second eclipse in so, uh, January. The second eclipse, everybody's everybody's going to talk about this one because it's going to be the most visible. It's going to be visible. This is the one that's visible this year. We don't always see them because they're they're always somewhere on the Earth, but we don't see the shadow of. Uh, of the eclipse and so january 21st full moon lunar eclipse it is it's the super moon as well and it's at zero degrees of leo so um, this one is visible in the sky and so it is its exact aspect is just after midnight so at 12 15 a.m east coast time on january 21st again if you're in the uk it's going to be on january oh no it will be january 21st as well that's right they're ahead of us so it'll It'll still be it'll still be dark enough for you to see it because it's um well we can see the the, low, the total eclipse because it's the shadow of the earth across the moon so it has to be nighttime for the most part and it, it's a blood moon it creates a blood moon because it's oh. the, the all the sunsets you know the sunsets on the earth at that point in time um are reddish and that's what makes the 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 full moon eclipse a blood moon it just shines that reddish color so january 21st is visible it's a blood moon it's a full moon lunar eclipse and it's a super moon so it's all of those things we typically will have that once a year um but we can't always see it so we are able to see it and um the theory has it wherever the shadow of the eclipse uh falls in the country or wherever in the world where it is where the biggest impact is and you know, we're going to see it in all of north almost all of north america so uh, north america so america canada and even over in the uk so and in early uh, some parts of uh, of Europe, so it, it's going to affect the whole global economy, if you will. These are some of the things because Leo is about taking risks and financing, you know, risky financing. So this is why a lot of the uh, uh, financial astrologers, as well, one of the things they're looking at is this Leo eclipse to create a little bit of a shakeup where we can't expect it, but you know. It's expecting and unexpected. And so wherever this goes on in your life, some of the positive things that we can do with this have everything to do with being creative um, and expressing yourself. Where What are you passionate about? And really digging into that piece in your life. And so that's some of the things that we get to do with that. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. So we have a, we have a question. Uh, Stephen Scott would like to know, yeah. do others... Viking, cel- by the way. Oh. Yeah. 
Me pillaging stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do other celestial events affect or impact us in an astrological way, like meteor showers, comets, etc.? Hmm. Well, not necessarily, but because the meteor showers that we have, you know, like the Pleiades meteor showers and the Gemini uh, meteor showers, which we just had, I mean, they are in those the, the constellation of Gemini and the Pleiadian ones are over there with the seven sisters. Um, I haven't used them in any way. I mean, I'm sure some astrologers will, but I've I've not seen it. So from in personally for me, no. But it, but what I would the sunspots will inf, impact us just energetically, but not astrologically. So and eh, and then we have asteroids, but the asteroids sort of stay in the asteroid belt, and we we do use some of those in a lot of ways. So um, I'm going to say, in my in in from my point of view, I don't use any of those things, and I don't know too many people that do. The planets are more than enough, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. and you know, comets or meteors. I mean, comets just go by so fast. I mean. They last a fraction of a second. But I think if you see one, it's kind of amazing. You know, it's a nice yeah. moment in time for you. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what All about right. UFOs and the spatial distortions <laughs> created by the after trail? <laughs> You're gonna have to. Somebody who is a specialist in that can ha- will have. Ufology. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a specialist in that one. Sorry. So- well, speak about specialists. You mentioned uh, – I forgot what the hell you mentioned. No, no it's uh, – it was – what did you call them? Financial astrologers? Financial yeah. astrologers, yeah. There's so, financial so astrologers. There, yeah, is there a particular study that you do to become a financial astrologer yes. versus yes. – what are some of the other ones too? Uh, weather, astrology, that one's a hobby of mine. I only do it just a oh, little well. bit. Oh, yeah, because yeah. each of the elements and planets have certain they have certain feels to them if they're wet and dry or hot or cool, things like that. So you can tell what the weather in in, in a certain region is going to be. Um, you're kind of seeing what our what our weather is going to be. Actually, the Farmer's Almanac uses that. They're not going to tell anybody that, though. Really? <laughs> they say we can't tell you. It's a secret. It's like it's astrology. <laughs> It's astrology. I mean, it's we tell you, we'll have to kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Don't tell them. And, <laughs> and then, and then, um, like medical astrology, because there are certain, there are certain things in the what? chart when you look. Yes. Absolutely. Medical astrology. You have to really become a specialist and you really want to have, um, some sort of medical education because oh you can't God. just, yeah, you can't <laughs> just go tell people that, you know, you got cancer. You just can't go do stuff like that. You got to, that's just, that's just malpractice what? right there. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you do. You say the cancer. Yes. <clears throat> the zodiac sign. Yeah, the zodiac sign. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. And so speaking of that one, we'll we'll move on. We have the next um, <laughs> eclipse. I know. I know. I know how to. I know how to go on. Dorothy has known me for so long. She definitely knows how to take care of me. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. <laughs> God bless her. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Um, the new moon solar eclipse at 10 degrees of Cancer, and that is on July 2nd. So this new moon in Cancer is on the nation's sun, if you will. So that's kind of nice. It's just before our birthday, you know. And so this is important. This is, you know, home security, homeland security. How safe do I feel? 
this is the private life. And if we're looking, you know, it's the private life and the things we keep, we hold private, but it's also, since it is the United States, part of the United States chart, it's definitely an important eclipse. And so, um, we really need to, uh, you know, feel like we're being, again, being authentic. And, um, I can't really speak to the, the, the big, the big, big picture with that because to me, cancer is so personal, but yeah. I know it has everything to do with what's going on in our country and the way there's a lot of division and, you know, people just have to figure out what, what, what fits for them. And, um, but in, in, in the personal sense of it, this is wherever cancer is for you, um, the first piece of it, again, is going to be about how you feel safe and secure psychologically, what your psychological foundation is, your family foundation, and really examining how you feel about things. Because a lot of people can walk around with a chip on their shoulder or their heart's wide open. I mean, either way, uh, too much is too much, you know, one way or the other. So we have opportunity here to focus on, you know, how we feel about whatever is emotionally charged in our life at that point in time. Yeah. Okay. On the July 2nd eclipse, I just noticed that we have uh, a meeting of our uh, monthly red light seance circle. And how do you think that would affect the the circle uh, that particular day. Do, would it have an effect on it at all? Yes, it will, because actually um, the zodiac sign of cancer is a water sign. And so it uh, and when when you're uh, working with spirit and um, things such as that, is this just a business meeting or is this more like um, no, this is the, the this is our we're, we've done. A, uh, this is our fourth year. We've been doing it through Circles of Wisdom. It's uh, a uh, uh, a monthly meeting. Uh, we we meet oh. and study physical mediumship. Good. No, this is wonderful because you can really, you can really on that night. It, it's great to uh, focus a lot on um, the um, the unknown, the unseen, but mm-hmm. the things that you know are there because it's all water energy, and the water energy connects well with people on the other side, with spirit. When you're working with things that you know are there, they're energetic, but you just you you just can feel them. They're not really visible. Does that make sense? Because yeah, it's yeah. just a lot of water with that, and it connects with Neptune and Scorpio rising. So all all three water signs are uh, strong enough in the chart for for you to. Uh, it'll be a nice evening. It should be a nice evening, and people walk out of there with their heads spinning. So make sure you do some <laughs> grounding exercises before everybody leaves. Because oh, we always serve chocolate. Okay, <laughs> that helps. Always that helps. helps. Yeah, yeah, it, At least does. it makes you feel better, anyways. <laughs> I know. I did some meditations on um, solstice um, with Jean on uh, solstice at Circles of Wisdom. Just a bunch uh-huh. of different meditations with the archangels and Jesus. One of them. We did four different ones. One of them. I mean, I was like, I had a hard time even just opening my eyes after it was over. Everybody's like snapping their fingers, waking up, and I'm like, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it was a tough one to wake so out you of. Did go that deeper? I did on that one. Wow. I didn't on the other ones. Well, it was, you know, it was really nice to connect with Metatron and, um, it was, yeah, and some of the major archangels. And because I don't do that too often, I'm always in my head with the astrology. So, right. yeah, yeah. All right. So, so it was actually a good clearing for you. It was. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Renee was there. She was like, all right, come on, Nona, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> 
that sounds like her. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm still here, I think. Anyways, so we're going to move on to the next one. And this is the second one in July, and that's July 16th. And this is a partial lunar eclipse, so it's a full moon. And this full moon is at 24 uh, degrees of Capricorn. And so here's another one. It's a full moon. So it's six months after, and six months and a couple weeks after the eclipse of January 5th, right? Is that January? June, July. Yeah, that is six months. So six months in, in, a, in a week and 10 days later. And so they're not the exact numbers, but they're near in the same area. So January 5th, Saturday's eclipse at 15 Capricorn. You're setting new goals, new intentions based on what is solid and good and comfortable for you, what you want future to look like. July 16th is the full moon that is the pair of this one. And this is when we get to actually see what we've done. It's the culmination point of a new moon. At new moons, we start stuff. And then we have six months to when we get next back to the full moon, which will be near. The eclipse is more in sync than every six months in the regular zodiac um but we get to look at this and it's like okay july july 16 what am i what have i accomplished over the last six months do i feel more secure are things the way i asked them or i wanted them to be and we're working towards those goals it just eclipses are powerful more powerful than regular new moons and full moons just because we're lined up the declination of everybody earth moon sun we're on the same plane which is called declination so we're in it draws us and and it draws the earth and it draws the water and so it really impacts us more than just the full moons and the new moons do so july 16th eclipse is about all right this didn't work i'm letting it go or wow this is this is working so i'm going to continue to build on this and then you just continue to go forward oh yeah i know so it is well it's capricorn and capricorn is it you know capricorn's the boss capricorn is planet saturn so lord of karma lord of time you know being honest being authentic being truthful working working uh to accomplish things it's like the kid who goes to college you know one goes and he studies and he gets a degree one goes and he parties and he comes home and he goes and works at the local store you know (laughs) it's just like you get out of life what you're putting into it that's the energy of what saturn is about and it's maturity and things like that and wisdom and knowledge so it's okay to have these things i mean we have plenty of other things that will keep the mood but you know where life has to be serious where life is it's important that we just work um diligently to build what we're building this is what this is where the payoff comes at comes in you know all yeah. right yeah so when we're on vacation in uh july six yeah. months after yeah. my husband's birthday yeah uh, yeah. Go to uh it'll we'll have, to, we'll have to reflect yeah on that next eclipse yeah 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 well you know go to the casino i mean that's not a bad idea (laughs) we actually actually, and it's not due to the eclipse it's actually due to another planet and at that point in time uh where mars is in the zodiac is in the sign of leo and that is about taking risks so you know that is a risk taker so if you do feel like you know gambling thank you later man thank you later (laughs) okay okay There are aspects that you can look at too that can be about good fortune and good luck. And that is, um, 
you, you know, we, we create events like people will email or, you know, part of one of their sessions will be, it's like, I really want to start this project. When is a good time to launch it? And, you know, you got to give me a time frame. You can't just say 2019. There's too many, right. too many possibilities. Selectional astrology, but you find the best time with placements of things based on what your what you want your outcome to be, you know, and um, you pick the best chart for that. And yeah, it takes a lot of work. It's a lot of research. You got to know your stuff. You got to know the rulerships and who's in charge of what when it comes to the astrology. But you can really uh, set things up really well. You know, one of the biggest issues in 2018 that we had was um, Jupiter in Scorpio and Venus retrograde in Scorpio. And she's just finishing up. Venus is just finishing up now. But there were an awful lot of relationships that went that really um, imploded. They imploded. They, I mean, a lot of relationships imploded this year. And I've seen it in personal people that I know. And I'm like, holy crap, you had a long-standing relationship. What happened? And this, this retrograde of Venus, this is when some of the retrogrades, sometimes they really do. They dig up things we need to see so we can just, you know, grow and heal. And sometimes it stinks. But <laughs> It really does, but it's Jupiter retrograde in Scorpio and Venus retrograde in Scorpio uh, 2018 really um, brought a lot of things from the bowels of whatever, from, from down, down deep to the surface, and you couldn't do anything but handle it. And that was in regards to relationships more than anything, more than anything, and mm. shared resources, a little bit of shared resources too, because Scorpio was about the shared resources as well, you know, spousal money things like that mm, big stuff that year this year the year we just yeah. finished it's um, gone so it's gone moving on. bye no <laughs> i know it's funny people are like oh my god it was such a tough year goodbye and i'm like everybody says that every single year and yeah. it's like this how about we be, in, be in it be in it it's going to be right. what you make it things are going to happen that really stink you know mm-hmm. and um so let me yeah. ask you this in regards to astrology, is astrology, uh, for instance, you go and you have a chart done and, and it tells you uh, that this is a good time to, uh, you know, sell your house or something or buy a car. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it more that the power of suggestion where you do that and, and, and you've been positively reinforced so things work out good and vice versa. If, if it's a bad time, things work out bad. Is, is it, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like the cigarette thing where you, where you manifest what you, mm-hmm. you know, believe is going to happen? I agree with you. Okay. I agree. I agree. But I know I'm also looking at, I'm an optimist and you can read you could read any of these transits as 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 good or difficult. And again, when I see something that's difficult, something that's challenging, it's like, you know, you're going to have a challenging year this year in your relationships. But the thing is, is like you and your partner can grow together if you work. And this will make your bond stronger than ever if you work on this together. And so I mean, I, I do. I encourage oh, people sense. to always see the most positive piece of it. But if you're willing and your partner isn't, then it's over. It's over. And that has happened in some of the clients I work with. It's happened. And, and the unfortunate piece of that is it's like that's your choice. That's where the freedom of choice comes. Mm-hmm. You know, we can see astrologically what's happening and what's going on um, in the dynamic of a person's chart, which means around them. 
And we can see that. But and if somebody asks me, then I'm going to give you the most positive interpretation of that that I can. Again, I don't have my head in the sand and I'm not going to say bad things don't happen, but I'm going to give you the most positive interpretation of it because I want everybody to head to to face what they have, what the, what they're here to go through in the best positive way that they can. And that's just important for all of us. You know, if you want somebody to complain to, just go listen to your family. They complain all the time and they'll, they'll complain with you. <laughs> I'm not your family. <laughs> they do. So, I have a family. I know. What else? What that. else we got coming up? Because I know we we're starting to come down onto the wires here. So we we have one final eclipse on December twenty sixth, and that's at four degrees of Capricorn. So again, another new moon early in Capricorn. So it's it's basically here uh, to anchor in what we started uh, on Saturday. You know, because it's really close to that point as well. So we're really anchoring in. Um, you know, what it is that we've built and what is um, what is really solid for us. Because, again, it's a new moon, so we're setting new goals once again, and that's on December 26th. And there's an eclipse just two weeks after that in January. Um oh, Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they go come, again. <laughs> they two weeks. We usually have four to five a year. Mm-hmm. Um, once in a while we have six, but they come in pairs. So two in January, two in July, and the 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 next pair just happens to be split by the by the calendar year, not you know not the astrological year. So December and January they're only two weeks apart. So oh. it just happens to be that way. Otherwise it'd be you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the main themes of what's going on. So we're overall we're we're looking to uh, work on that um, being strong and independent and feeling uh, very secure and making sure that our emotions uh, that are in alignment. And one thing I really haven't hounded much on, but is like really um, getting in uh, emotional intelligence, it's called. And so paying attention to how you feel about things. And even if you fall into some like bad behavior or bad patterns that you're trying to work out of, um, one of the themes for the year in that level is to recognize that you're doing that. It's called emotional intelligence to recognize it's like oh shoot i did that again Mm -hmm. uh i i I was i'm trying not to and just say okay all right i'll do better next time but look at how soon i recognized it no beating yourself up is allowed but you're allowed to recognize that oh shoot my family pushed my button again and Mm -hmm. i wasn't gonna (laughs) let them do it and that's really what it comes down to because it's cancer um and so this is what one of the other things we're working on is like really looking at how our family can trigger us healing old family wounds and um, just for yourself because you don't have to be fixing your family you can you're just going to fix yourself your siblings they're on their own if they want (laughs) to if they want if they want then they will you know they'll come along too but you got to do your own work Right. So that was the uh, doorbell, which means pizza from the dinners here. So we, we right. uh, got to be wrapping it up. I did want to say, though, it's, it's intrigued you said that about because uh, uh, it's only a second. And I've already opened up to uh, several people already about relationships and so forth and mm-hmm. things that I believe were that, you know, not to be said in a bad way, but to try to come to terms with. Uh, different relationships. So I, I think okay. uh, maybe that's yeah. what, what has happened in the new year. Yeah. Anyways, New Hampshire mm-hmm. com. And if somebody wants to hear those, see these videos that you spent 40 hours doing, where could they see those? <laughs> right on YouTube. You got to go okay. to YouTube and. What's um, your channel? 
the channel is uh, Dorothy Morgan. Yeah, there you go. That's that's Dorothy Morgan. Remember. It really is. I mean, you can see my face. You, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm Whether honest. you want her or not, right? Whether you want her or not. Ah. It's like, oh, I'm all over the place. So, yeah, yeah, go subscribe. It's New Hampshire Astrologer. And um, and even if they go to nhastrologer.com and click on my media tab, I have the most recent, 12 most recent videos are on my media page. So they yeah, can see nice. them there, too. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. You, really have you. A, you have a passion for what you do, which is yeah. what I really appreciate. And uh, I yes. wish the very best in the forthcoming year. And uh, anything yes. else you'd like to add before we? No. Same thing to you guys. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas is already yeah. over, but Happy New Year is good. <laughs> ah, I like Happy New Year better. <laughs> yeah, me I too. Love Merry Christmas anytime you want, Dorothy. Ah. Thank you. All right, guys, have a great night. Thank you. Thanks, Dorothy. Bye. Take Thank care. Thank you. Bye bye. Well, that was great. And uh, yes. if if you're interested in getting rid of the old and, and coming in with the new, you can join me on and me and Leslie Martin on January 21st for the Y2K plus 19 uh, and crappy Yankee swap at the Wyndham restaurant. So that's going to be a blast. Uh, I did it about three years ago, and it was a blast then. It's going to be a blast now. So nice. uh, check it out. Go to my website, inegosproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, egosproject.com. Join me on Facebook, Ronald Kolick. And uh, check out Ed's page. She's got the Cemetery Trippin' page, and yes. she does all these cool little stone things now. I don't know what the hell they call them. Yin, 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 my, or something like my Zen Cairns, C-A-I-R-N-S, on Facebook. Okay, there you go. So you can check out check those out, too. Yes, please do. Thank you. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good Lord.